Yes, welcome to the fabulous final of the fabulous Mike Says, Here's a Bit of Talent. <laughs> I'm sure many of you remember that the show was first started by Kitty's favourite Uncle Mike Stand, and uh, I just wanted to take this opportunity of wishing him all the best in Pentonville. <laughs> and uh, I believe he has, in fact, started to put on some talent shows down there. Uh, though not, hopefully, along the same lines as the ones that got him sent there in the first place. <laughs> After Uncle Mike, the host was, of course, the grand old man, Mike Channel, who sadly did just the one programme, at the end of which he was voted off the show by the panel of judges. <laughs> but never mind, as he's here tonight in an equally important role. But before he brings the tea round, let's just hear from uh, Anna Dapter with a word about this fabulous old theatre we're in tonight. Yes, fabulous indeed, Mike, because few theatres can compare with the London Palladium. Certainly not the Alhambra in Dagenham, which is where we are, and which is a complete bog hole. It's certainly a theatre with a history. It survived the Second World War despite being bombed five times, twice by the Germans and three times by the Allies. The theatre took over 30 years to build, and generations of sweat have gone into the auditorium, together with thousands of cigarette ends and discarded items of underwear. But it's still one of the few surviving Victorian theatres, untouched for over 50 years, which means it boasts the filthiest toilets of any theatre in Britain, a fact which is proudly announced over its main entrance. But once you walk in here, it seems as if they've turned the clocks back. One of the little jokes the staff like to play on the public in order to make them miss their last train home. Well, thank you, Anna, and that brings us just about to the moment we've been waiting for in the theatre all evening. The collapse of the Royal Box. <laughs> fortunately, uh, fortunately, there was no royalty in it at the time. Just Princess Michael of Kent. <laughs> Let's start by reflecting on a few of those fabulous acts that we've heard over the last few months. Who, for instance, could forget this? I'm gonna tell God all my yes, Sally Chalmers, the eight-year-old girl with a big voice. <laughs> Or what about that amazing 80-year-old grandmother from Hexham who charmed us all with her old-time country dancing? And then there was Douglas Ash with his extraordinary novelty act. which was such a novelty, in fact, that he is now helping Uncle Mike stand with his shows in Pentonville. <laughs> and finally, there were the fabulous Monoped Brothers. All singing, all dancing, all falling over. An act that I know many of you put a cross against and uh, could many more put a line through. Here's the talent of tomorrow. Well, as the most senior of the radioactive staff in everything but authority, I was given the dubious honour of sounding out some of these new up-and-coming young acts, which were fast squeezing out perfectly good old established professionals. Can't quite see why they chose me, but still. Uh, my first visit was to the Toad and Scrotum pub in South London. <laughs> was subjected to a fat Italian cabaret singer from Bermondsey who insisted on adding the vowel uh to the end of every line. Fly me to the 
but I just wished someone would fly in there as quickly as possible. It was then my joy and delight to sit through an evening of so-called comedy entitled A Night of the Jollies. As it turned out, it would have been slightly more amusing to watch Cement set. <laughs> the star of the show, if I can use the word show without being done under the Trade Descriptions Act, was a northern comic whose material had obviously been taken directly from the Tom O'Connor joke book. For example, what do you get if you cross a sheep with a kangaroo? My mother-in-law... What's green and hairy and goes up and down? My mother-in-law in a lift. Why did the chicken cross the road? Because it saw my mother-in-law coming. And knock, knock, who's there? My mother-in-law, my mother-in-law, who? My mother-in-law's an appalling old bag. At which point I stood up and asked him, what's stupid, old and boring? He said, my mother-in-law, and I said, no, you are, you great fat slob. It was as I was wringing the beer out of my jacket at home around two o'clock in the morning that I felt upon wondering which was worse, his act or the prospect of doing my show on Radioactive in two hours' time. As suffice it to say, I returned to the night of the jollies and stayed there until 6am. We singers and we dancers and we're looking for the answers as to who's the very best with some more talent than the rest. But one thing that we know is that this jingle isn't slow. In fact, it's far too fast for us to keep up with any longer. Sorry about that. Well, over the past months, we've been carrying out exhaustive auditions around the country, and sadly, some of the acts just couldn't be fitted on the show. For instance, there was the donkey with an IQ of 140. Unfortunately, his trainer had an IQ of 20 and simply taught him to sit around watching the racing on the telly. <laughs> but let's now reflect on a few of those other acts we saw on the road. Mike says, here's a bit of talent. It's not the best, but then the rest are even worse. Okay, can we have the next person for audition, please? <laughs> yes, that's very good, but I'm afraid we're not really looking for people who can do footstep impressions. <laughs> yes, I said that's quite enough, thank you. Sorry. Right, next. Yes, next. Yes, sorry, we don't want any people with silly voices. Who's got a silly voice? <laughs> uh, no one. Um, right, let's have the animal impressions. Right. Yes, very realistic, but I'm afraid I'll have to ask you to clean it up afterwards. Um, next. Madeline Barker. Right, off you go. Hmm, yes, yes, very impressive, but you can take the record off now. Ah, oh, well, let's go rid of her, then. Gonna see your name in lights Your face in the papers and your legs in tights Cos no matter who or where you are Here's a bit of talent gonna make you a star Here's a bit of talent gonna make you a star Excitement mounting, of course. And uh, in addition to the panel and the studio audience, we'll be taking phone votes from listeners at home who dial in on this number. 485-6242. That number once again? At the end of the programme. <laughs> if you do get through now, though, uh, then this is what you'll hear. This is the 
the radioactive spot that talent phone vote, please vote for the act you liked best after you've heard the tone. Hang on, I haven't finished yet. <laughs> if you liked act A best, say X. If you liked act B best, say Y. And if you liked act C best, say 3. If you liked A and B best jointly, say 14. If you liked B and C best jointly, say Liverpool. And if you liked A and C best jointly, say I liked A and C best jointly. Finally, if you liked A, B and C all equally, then there was no point in you phoning up, so you must be a complete... the drums. Hum, hum, goes the hum, speed to go hum, because Mike says here's a bit of talent today. Mike says here's a bit of talent today. But, but, I don't know where to stop, Mike. Here's a bit of talent today. Because Mike says here's a bit of talent today. Is it much longer? <laughs> Fabulous. <laughs> well, of course, tonight's winner is given a passport to stardom, as we all know, but uh, it's time now to meet some of the people who've received that honour in the past to see what's happened to them since. First of all, uh, Cathy Braintree. Hello. Uh, you won it two years ago, didn't you? Yeah, that's right. What's happened to you? Well, I've been a part-time dancer for a while before the contest, but after I'd won, it was just incredible. What happened? Well, I couldn't get any work anywhere. <laughs> well, they wouldn't even take me back on the paper round. But uh, you're still in show business, aren't you? Oh, yeah. What do you do? Well, I do hardcore pornographic films, mainly. Oh, good. Well, let's uh, move on to Arnold Spittle, who is... Uh, 93. And how long ago is it you won the contest? Last year. Good Lord. And how old were you then? 27. That's <laughs> the effect it had on me, see? Yes, and you're a classical operetta singer, aren't you? Well, I was, yes. What do you do now? Hardcore porno, mate. <laughs> have a quick word with our winner of uh, three years ago, Mrs. Marples. Hello, ducks. Whom I'm sure you all remember is... a saxophonist. So, uh, Mrs. Marbles, uh, how's it been? Oh, marvellous. I've, I've worked ever since the last minute of the concert. Been rushed off my feet morning, noon and night for three years now. But you're not complaining. Oh, oh, oh heavens no. So, where's the saxophone then? Oh, good Lord, I haven't played that for years. Too busy doing all these hardcore porno films. <laughs> Off. What can I do? If you do not like this program, no great changes should you make. For right now, for your entertainment, we bring you a commercial break. Ron Speedy, the manager of London United, and Bobby Cheap, the manager of London Academicals, both wanted to sign the star player from Manchester Rovers. They both caught the shuttle to Manchester, but when they arrived, Ron had booked with Hertz. So he was shown straight to his car, given a computer printout of his route, and a special Hertz car phone. Bobby, on the other hand, had booked with a cheaper rival. He had to fill in endless forms, was given a car with no petrol, and got lost on his way to the ground. But when he arrived, he was still able to sign the star player, because Ron Speedy had blown most of the transfer fee on his hire car. <laughs> Madam, sir, your wine list. This is the Cross Channel Ferry, isn't it? <laughs> sir, madam, your pims. Oh, thank you. You sure this is the Cross Channel Ferry? Cigars, perfume, cameras, what a fantastic duty-free shop. You are quite sure this is the Cross Channel Ferry? Yes, dear, it says so on the side. 
Oh, no, sorry, it's the QE2. <laughs> oh, look, that's the cross-channel theory over there. I was sitting there. No, you weren't. That's the last bottle of scotch. Not selling it anymore. Oh, no. The cross-channel ferry. Book now on the QE2. <laughs> We put one gallon of ordinary four-star petrol in the new Ford Escort XJR and took another gallon of identical petrol and splashed it all over the seats of a brand new Porsche. The new Ford Escort XJR did 0 to 60 in 15 seconds and cruised at 85 miles an hour for 23 minutes, whereas the Porsche not only failed to start, but when a match was lit... Its carburetor reached 98 feet in three and a half seconds, and its wing mirror cruised at 150 miles an hour for 300 yards. The new Ford Escort XJR. If you drive a Porsche, don't let your car be road tested by us. Well, the big moment is almost upon us here. They're just rebuilding the stage, so it gives us a chance to meet one of tonight's finalists. For the last week, people all over the country have been reacting to the lovable nine-year-old with a lisp singing, George Michael's I Want Your Sex. <laughs> And this is how many of them reacted. Yeah! Yes, there's no doubt that little Sandy Woodhouse has captured your imaginations, conquered your hearts, and interfered with your digestions. But uh, even at the tender age of nine, Sandy is something of a veteran. Her mother has ensured that showbiz is in her blood, after she paid for Sandy to have a blood transfusion from Engelbert Humperdinck. But is Mrs Woodhouse exploiting her daughter? Not at all. I'm just helping Sandy realise the potential of her many talents. Get your bloody tutu on! Tonight is the night that could be that night for you. The night that you're gonna remember your whole life through. That night you will say to your grandchild on your knee. That night when the winner should have been me. Well, it's a chance now to meet our expert panel who will be keeping an eye on things tonight and as well as being responsible for security in the theatre, they'll also be judging the acts. First, uh, Nina Puskow. Overweight, I thought. Uh, yes, we haven't started judging it. You don't need to judge each other. Okay. <laughs> First, uh, Nina Puskow, a journalist, broadcaster and generally venomous old harpy. Very fine. Uh, next to her is showbiz impresario Dick Wrong, who in his glittering showbiz career as a talent scout has turned down, amongst others, the Beatles, ABBA, Barbara Streisand, Michael Jackson and the motor car. <laughs> and to compound this, the one act he has signed are Zig Zig Sputnik. Good evening. Uh, well, if you say it's good, it must be raining outside, I would have thought. And uh, finally, our very own Oivind Vincent. <laughs> yeah, yeah, and on with the music. He was raring to go, uh, but we've told him he'll have to wait till the interval. <laughs> but right now, the lights have gone out, the curtain's fallen down, the audience are leaving, which means it's time to start. So will you welcome, please, the first act of the evening on stage, that fabulous mind reader, Gary Mental. <laughs> Thank you very much. Well, uh, right now, I'd like you, if I may, to have a volunteer from the audience. Uh, how about you, sir? Uh, no, not the person behind you, uh, the person next to you. That, that's right, you, sir. Yeah, up you come. Big hand, please, ladies and gentlemen. Big hand. <laughs> splendid, splendid. And uh, welcome to you. You seem a bright young man. What's your name, sir? Martin Brown. <laughs> Martin Brown, right. How do you do? What I want you to do is to empty your mind of all your thoughts. Okay, right, yes. All right. <laughs> Is your mind empty? Is your mind empty? <laughs> Hello? Hello? 
uh, Martin Brown, how do you do? Uh, good, yeah, perhaps in your case you shouldn't so much empty your mind as put a few things back into it. Uh, right, I, I'm going to ask you to think of an object and then I'm going to try and guess what it is, OK? OK? No, I can't think of anything. My mind's empty. <laughs> Forget about emptying your mind. Let's go back to the top. All oh, right, yes. Martin Brown, how do you do? No, no, j just think of an object. Any object. Right, yes. Now, are you thinking of an object? Yes. Good. It's an orange. No, don't... <laughs> don't tell me what it is. Oh, think of another object. Yeah, right, yes. Right, don't tell me what it is. <laughs> right, are you thinking of one? Yes. Right. Is it... Is it a tree? Is it a tree? It's a tree, isn't it? Well? No, you told me not to tell you. <laughs> tell me now. What is it? I've forgotten, sorry. <laughs> yes, you frightened me. No, no, one more time, from the top. <laughs> yes, right, yes. Martin Brown, how do you do? No, no, no. <laughs> think of an object. Well, I can't. Just, just look around and think of uh, something you can see. Okay, right, yes. Don't tell me until I ask you. No, no. Don't forget. No, no. Now you're thinking about something. Yes, I Is it a fat man in a fez shouting at you? It is, yes. Thank you, very much. Thank you. All the talent here on you is standing here to say to you Vote for me, 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 well, from bungling amateurs, we turn to a polished professional because our special guest this week is Annie Lennox, who knows all about bungling amateurs because she's at last spoken out and recorded a song in tribute to her partner, Dave Stewart. Or, as he prefers to be known for reasons best known to his ego, David A. Stewart. Pain in my side, you know that's all you'll ever be. Just a little prick That's what he means to me I let him play it being producer Write the occasional tune But I'm gonna change the name the Eurythmics To the Eurythmics soon whoa, 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 whoa. I'm falling into views That's all he seems to do where shades the whole day through And all the night time too Each on my side You know that's all you'll ever be The mercenary man He was and still is following me The only man whose taste in clothes Is worse than Elton John Wear that the cloaks he wears are the ones Rick Wakeman didn't want. Right at my side, you know that's all he'll never be. Yeah, just a parasite. It could have been Andrew Ridgely. Superbly crafted lyrics that I do Pain in my side You never know You could be the next Bob Hope The future Simon D 
Another Paul Daniels, the next Dave Allen. When Mike Flake says, here's a bit of talent. Uncanny. Pam! Uh, well, I thought you were very brave to do her act like that. I'm going to give her nine. Out of? A thousand. Right. <laughs> so that's point naught naught nine of a point for her then. Uh, or even Vinstra. Uh, well, Mac, I thought she had a lot of spunk. Okay. <laughs> I think we'll skate over that one if we may. <laughs> Move on uh, to our phone votes. And the latest on the phone votes is as follows. 79% to the push-button sort and 21 sticking to the old-fashioned dialing. <laughs> So our phone voters still not quite got the hang of what they're supposed to be voting for. Anyway, I'm sure they'll get the hang of it eventually in time for the end of the programme. Here's the talent of tomorrow. Carry it low away your sorrow. And Mmm, it's better every time I hear it. Panel, we haven't heard from you for a bit. No. Oh, good, I thought things were going smoothly. Well, this is the point where we were due to have our one stand-up comic on the show. Unfortunately, he was so nervous about tonight that he drank a case of Carlsberg Special Brew and consequently has just become tonight's only fall-down comic on the show. <laughs> so instead, it's a chance to hear from one of our runners-up who so deserved not to win in the first place, Kevin Wortley and his amazing talking duck, Simon! Yes, <laughs> yes, thank you, Mike. <laughs> I'd like to start by asking Simon to answer a few simple questions. Right, are you ready, Simon? <laughs> What is another name for a doctor? A quack is right. What is the opposite of slow? Quick is right. Nearly. What noise does a duck make? He's right. Yay. And now, Simon, since there is the final, I'd like to do a new trick that we've never done before. <laughs> no, no, it doesn't involve the life and works of Soldier Nitsin. No. <laughs> I want you to balance this orange on your beak. And uh, now I'd like you to fly around the stage keeping the orange in place and land here in this casserole dish. <laughs> and I'd like... I'd like you to duck down. Oh, sorry, no pun intended. <laughs> duck down into the dish while I put the lid on. Are you all right in there? <laughs> okay, ladies and gentlemen, I will now proceed to eat my partner. As, as a spectacular conclusion, I'll try all. Well, uh, let's leave our audience stoning the last act to death in the time on a tradition of the show and take a commercial break. Now is the time for a commercial break. It is. Are he. Is they. She is. He aren't. We am. The sun. You don't need to know any grammar to read it. Apparently, we still need one more act. It's very exciting. Um, I, I volunteered to do my act, where I get people's spoons to bend at home by the force of my personality. <laughs> but um, Sir, Sir Norman told me the only thing I'll do by the force of my personality would be to get people to retune their radios to another station. <laughs> 
such a funny man. <laughs> so here instead are a fabulous new comedy double act, Mike Flex and Mike Channel, who, because of their names, I've called the two men. <laughs> well, hi, Mike. <laughs> hi, Mike. Well, it's another beautiful day, Mike. Yes, indeed, Mike. Do you sleep well? Yes, thanks, Mike. I just tuned into your show and I was out like a light in seconds. <laughs> Oh, very funny. Super, yeah. So, you know what I like most about your show, though, Mike? No? Nothing. <laughs> Terrific. Super, yeah. So, um, Mike, what do you do to fill up your day since I took over your programme? Oh, nothing much, Mike, apart from avoiding the radio. <laughs> <laughs> no, but seriously. Yes, seriously. <laughs> and, of course, I do lots of personal appearances. Mm, opening supermarkets, you mean, Mike? Yes, and, of course, a lot of lucrative advertising work, Mike. Ah, really, Mike? Uh, what do you advertise? Grecian 2000? <laughs> Lovely. Yes, indeed, yes. No, I, I okay. actually advertise Austin Reed, Mike. You've probably never heard of them. They make stylish clothes. Mm. <laughs> like the Brian Nylon safari jacket you're wearing, you mean, Mike? <laughs> yes, that's right. <laughs> Wonderful. Thank you. I'll Great. let you try it on, but unfortunately it has shoulders on. <laughs> Super, Super, yeah. Well, uh, time for a quick gag, Mike. Yes, indeed. Not difficult when you look at your jacket, Mike. <laughs> <laughs> Beautiful. Yes, indeed. Anyway, uh, here we go. Knock, knock. Who's there? Doctor. Oh, that'll be Doctor Who then, will it, Mike? <laughs> yes, how did you guess? Well, I heard you do it in rehearsal, Mike. Yes, when I did the punchline, if I remember. Yes, indeed, still that showbiz, Mike. <laughs> <laughs> Sensational. Fight the line. Fight the line. Fight the band. Fight the band. We've got a show, Mike. Flex is a man. Oh. The stars of the future are ready for you. Oh. So here's a bit of talent. Here's the show to listen to. OK, well, let's find out what our panel thought of that. Nina? Well, I just think that they need a few things. Uh, some new material, different line-up, a set of false passports, and a forcibly administered enema. Uh, so you liked them best so far, didn't you? Yeah. Dick Wong? Uh, fast and Furious. Uh, no, you can take your time over your remarks if you uh, want. Not my cup of tea, I'm afraid. Oh, sorry, it must be mine then. Oivind? Uh, well, uh, Mark, I didn't like the act. Um, I thought, uh, thought it was a bit of a transvestite. <laughs> Bit of a drag. Oh, yes. Come and do your local anywhere, anywhere in the nation. This is Britain first national local radio station, Radio Actor. And so we come to the grand moment when we decide the winner. But let's start, as we always do, by hearing from our jury in Doncaster. Hello, this is Doncaster. E.C. Doncaster, Bill Gorman, Doncaster. Yes, yes, there's uh, no need for all that. In fact, Doncaster, we're just going out in this country. Um, oh, could, we, uh, could we hear your results, please? Uh, here are the results in reverse order. Right. Eno Redmond. <laughs> and what's that the right way around, Doncaster? Uh, number one. That's good. <laughs> and who are you voting for? No, I can't tell you. It's a secret ballot. <laughs> Great. So a secret ballot in Doncaster. Let's uh, hear from the man from British Telecom. What kind of fool am I? Yes, yeah, uh, we don't want you to take part. We want to uh, hear the results of the phone vote from you. Uh, well, so far, I've only had one inquiry about the score in the test match and a wrong number. OK, better than last year. Let's, uh, <laughs> let's turn then to the clapometer. Anna. Well, Mike, the clapometer is a fabulous machine. It doesn't just measure the density of the applause, it also measures its duration, volume, humidity and inside leg measurement. Mm. All of which, unfortunately, is of no use because none of the acts this evening have received any applause at all. OK, so neck and neck then. Let's uh, turn to our panel. Their vote will be the decisive one. They have their scoreboard just above the box and if I look up there I can see that they've all naffed off to the pub. <laughs> so there we have it, the end of another Mike Says 
here's a bit of talent. And uh, in a sense, there have been no real winners. In a very real sense, in fact, <laughs> because everybody is lost. Fabulous. Because that's just the sort of thing that happens when people come on. Mike says, here's a bit of talent. Radioactive was performed by Helen Atkinson Wood, Angus Deaton, Jeffrey Perkins, Philip Pope, and Michael Fenton Stevens. Song by Angus Deaton and Philip Pope with guest singer Kate Robbins. The programme was written by Jeffrey Perkins and Angus Deaton with additional material from Michael Fenton Stevens. The producer was David Tyler. We are currently looking for contestants for next year's Mike Says, Here's a Bit of Talent. So if you would like to nominate yourself, or a friend, or more probably, an enemy, <laughs> write to us on a self-addressed stamp, enclosed in an envelope, addressed to yourself with a stamp on it. <laughs> and if you're shy about putting yourself forward, and think you'll never make it, just think of the many, many great stars who worked their way up. Leslie Crowther... Bernie Winters, Lionel Blair. Hmm.